three times a lady. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was appropriate. Lionel Richie. <laughs> <laughs> President of the Lionel Richie fan club right that here. Just took Thank me you. Out of here. <laughs> we love Lionel Richie. We love we Lionel. Praise the Lord, niggas. <laughs> Hello. Is it me you're looking for? I remember that makes me think of my friend from college, Julissa. Shout out to Julissa if she's listening. But she used to say, Hello, are you there? And I'm like, Lionel never said that. <laughs> But she would always, hello, are you there? Like, that's not what he said. But that just, now I can't think of Lionel Richie without thinking of that. But praise the Lord, niggas. Praise the Lord, niggas. Welcome back to the scam that is adulting. Where we talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, the test, the trials, the twists, the turns, the temptations, and the taxes of being a real life adult in the year of our Lord. 2020, no Barbara Walters. We're back on Getting Grown. We bike. And we have a special guest. And I am very excited because this is my sister from a long, long time. A long, long time. The internet. Yes, the internet knows her as Lady Wonder. Yes. (laughs) Lady Wonder. But to me, she is my beloved doves. Everybody welcome Miss Fatima to the program. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored. So this is a dream come true. Because y'all are like top tier, okay? We used to watch dubs. I used to watch dubs back in the YouTube days. Woo! And Dubs is a master storyteller. Dubs is Let me an tell you OG something. YouTuber. I mean, back, 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 back in the back, back, back days on YouTube, Dubs. I would just watch Dubs show when I needed a story because she tells the most amazing stories about her own life, and she's just like, man, if I could ever be like anybody, it would be like Dubs because she's. I've never met a person more fearless. Dubs does whatever she wants. <laughs> Truly. And I truly. And I just truly. I can't help but stand. I just can't. Oh, I truly. love y'all. Now, if I come back telling Ratchet that story, both of y'all, y'all both know I'm still out here in these streets doing me. <laughs> oh, and we live I still for got it, stories. Honestly. If oh, I yeah. come back telling stories, y'all gonna be there. Absolutely. I'm actually going to I have stories, but I'm gonna shut up um about my stories because I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna let dubs lead the way on Man, what she dubs. wants to share. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> We can just always count. We can just always count on dubs for like the for just, a good like, time. Bring the wow factor. But yes, I'm so happy to have my sis here. We're gonna get into a really fun kitchen table in a few minutes. Um, Absolutely. Where you know, you know, we are all dealing with change. We're all surrounded by change, and change is very scary. And uh, dubs had a, a recent change this this past weekend. And um, I was able to support her through that. So we wanted to just kind of come on the show and talk about change and how scary it is and doing scary things, right? Because scary things, while they ravage our nerves, <laughs> and um, they, there's some really important lessons about who we are and um, you know what our potential and purpose might be if we just lean into the scary. So we're gonna get to that. The kitchen table is gonna be a wang dang doodle of a time. Um, but before then, Dubs is going to stick around and travel through the trash with us because sure is. we just need we just we would just need her awesome perspectives as we as we figure out what the hell is going on in this ratchet world that we live in. 
What the so, hell is going on? Let's get there. But yes, everyone's doing well. Sis, you're doing well. Dubs, you're doing well. Everyone's hanging in there today. Oh yeah, I'm uh I'm tired and pr- probably maybe slightly more high than usual, but I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm not high in. enough, so I'm jealous. Here you go. Don't rush. Out of weed. I, I have like um I have like a weed budget. If anyone don't know, I live in Denver, so I'm like spoiled to mm. the max. Wow. Um, and I have no control over my my weed spending habits now. But during quarantine, I'm like, you really gotta reel it in. Things are too volatile. So I already <laughs> blew through my weed budget. Wow, it's and Tuesday. <laughs> it's Tuesday. It's day three or four. Um Oh wow! Month, so I am gonna see if I could just make it a week and a half to the next paycheck, and then I'll re I'll reallocate. I probably won't make it, but y'all pray for me. I will all the time. I will pray that you get your weed, cause (laughs) don't push me, Jay, because I will leave right after the show. No, I'm not (laughs) encouraging irresponsibility. (laughs) (laughs) But you are, because you know I ain't got no budget. Kia, how you doing? I'm hanging in. I'm hanging in. You know, I've had a a rough start to the week, but we're hanging in. We're doing well. We're grateful because things could be worse. Um, Some hellion hacked into my Amazon account and bought up a bunch of stuff. And so I am over here (laughs) just trying to pick up the pieces (laughs) because... I have been relying very heavily on Amazon during this quarantine season um, because I don't want to leave my house for many things. But yeah, I woke up yesterday morning to this email saying, um, you know, thanks for your gift card purchases. And I was like, I ain't bought no goddamn gift cards. And uh, when I looked into my Amazon app, I mean, somebody had just went to town and I don't really know how my account got compromised, but they had, by the time I called, and this was at like eight or eight in the morning, but by that time, there were like nine transactions that were already <gasps> made that day, um, buying up. And I mean, I think it was, I don't know, it was, there was all kinds of like iTunes gift cards, Xbox, Nintendo. I'm just like, I don't know what preteen. That sounds like a child who <laughs> uh, got a hold yep. to my account. But um, thankfully, the Amazon people, you know, they were like, you know, you've never made any purchases like this before. And what was crazy is that they were gifting Amazon Prime memberships to other people. And um, so like, so somebody bought like three or four Prime memberships on my account and was like, and and they were like, your Prime account is active and it doesn't expire for a couple of months. So that's pretty odd. So they, they didn't fight me on it. They were pretty cool and recognized that this was some, this was not me. Um, So, but they just had to shut it down um, for the investigation. And I think, uh, hopefully by tomorrow they'll be able to refund me and get everything reinstated. But it was just kind of like annoying. <laughs> um, Charles, you got me looking at my Amazon account. I'm over here <laughs> inspecting right now. Yeah, because I mean, it's really weird because it seems like they used my card to buy gift cards and then were buying things with the gift card. So it was just, it was like really mm. weird. And then I had to kind of alert my bank. And the credit card, like, you know, that. So it's just kind of, you know, and at eight o'clock in the morning, this is what I'm saying on a Monday. Like, I'm getting ready to try to start my week strong and I wake up to this kind of foolishness. And it's just like, uh, so it kind of set the tone for my day in the wrong direction. So today I've been working to try to, like, turn that around. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and you know we're just we're just dealing with it i know it could be a, it could be much worse so i'm just trying to roll with the punches truly and be and be grateful that you know I was able to catch it in time, but it's just annoying that, you know, even while we're dealing with the whole world be on fire, people are still being raggedy and trifling. Like, Oh, somebody like, definitely stole my Sephora box. You had, Sephora wait, box. off the, like, you had it delivered? Had it delivered. The lazy ass people did not bring it to my door. They left it by the mailboxes in the building. So... So of course, somebody in the Sephora is not discreet about letting anybody know about what's that coming. Is, that is Sephora, right? So that it's is like Sephora. Sephora all over the box. So they definitely got some Pat McGrath. They definitely mm. got some Kills face masks. Mm, that's they right. They got my Peter Thomas Roth moisturizer. It's a mess. So the thing about it is, I I was oddly enough this weekend, maybe Friday or Saturday, I was standing in my kitchen. And I saw this little boy run up on the porch and stole. I didn't have any packages out there, but my neighbor did. Mm. And I watched him pick up them three packages and read the title and walk off. And of course, I walked my black ass out there afterwards and just looked at him like, I know what you did. I know. Good. What did he look like? (laughs) Guilty and caught? No, he was just looking around like trying to be like, you know, I live here. And I was like, I know you don't live here. I know that you don't live next to me. (laughs) But, and I know none of these pack. You know these packages are not for you, and so do I. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and so when my neighbor came out, you know, he was like, "I saw it on my camera." I was like, "I did too." <laughs> Little badass. Little uh, so yeah. Asshole. So I told him I was like, you know, we kind of agreed. Hopefully, I mean, I'm going to speak to him again, but you know, I'm going to look out for my pack for my neighbors in that way. So if like if I'm out, if I see your package, I'll bring it inside, and I'll just kind of let you know that it that yeah. i have it um because evidently these little hood rats around here we can't have well thank god nice. you got a system because these niggas just be swiping my shit and walking off then i gotta get on the phone with sephora now i gotta look around and wait for this package to come i'm gonna have to sleep downstairs in the mailboxes just to make sure i get my little funky product i think that they should like have signs like and that's one thing though i i, I they should have like Sephora doesn't require like you to sign for the packages, but I feel right. like a lot of this would be alleviated if they would um, even give you the option to say that. But I started sending my stuff, like if it's important stuff, mm-hmm. I try to send it to the P.O. box so I can go get it. So that, that they don't the, have at to the just, post office. Yeah, so it doesn't just sit outside. Um, but can even I buy when one I'm of them here, yes, things because they're a locker. I can buy. Can I buy something that's not the post office? I'm sure that there is a UPS locker. I'm sure okay. there is. But we can. Okay. But yes. We just That's been rambling. Let's get to this mm-hmm. trash. <laughs> Let's do it. Hey, Basura So. I think we would be remiss to not open this trash segment with black is king <sighs> king of the way that the king get away king of the day of the king of the way king of the way with everybody man but it's all so many new like the african in me in my soul and my ancestry yes. i have so yes. many new dances and I just, I'm like feeling it. I mean, it is for the aunties. I think it is very auntie appropriate. Like it just kind of 
it finds your way it finds its way into your body in ways that you didn't really know or anticipate it's what true. happened it finds its way back yes it does but so we can give me your thoughts tell me you what know, you thought I have to be honest I, I, I have the album and I've listened to the album several times I haven't watched yet <gasps> I know. No, I didn't tell you that. Well, this was supposed to be the whole trash, but <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet, and it's it's because I haven't really had the time to really sit and do so in a way. Because you know, I'd be tired. So every time I no, think to do real. it, it's like you know, I'm going to pass out. I'm going to fall asleep, and I know that I'm not going to make it through. But my plan is to to watch it this week. Um, but okay. I have been but no i don't want this i know that i'm behind and i don't i'm not opposed to spoilers oh so I no want you both. we can't properly discuss this yes you, you can seen it. yes you can you can no. you can mm-hmm. we can i really want you we to shall, we shall table this i really want you to discussion no my sister i need you to go see it in its beautiful entirety and we are going to discuss it when you are able to sit and rest your bones and look at this <laughs> <laughs> this is this accent is always makes me laugh because this is how Jade and I connected initially as it's friends true. many years ago. It is. I don't yeah. remember exactly what the circumstances were, but um I don't either. What are we talking? We were in Harlem at Bobby's house and we were talking about uh how the Africans always tried to talk to me on the street. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was because like, oh, Kia attracted goodness. She attracted oh our good brethren all the time. Oh so I was like, goodness. oh my so goodness, beautiful. you are so beautiful. I want you, to, I want to be your husband. I, want I would like to, to be buy your husband. I will, I have it. So, so from I then would, on, they would we come to me. talk like we, this. We did. And, and, and they would come to me and ask me like, you know, what country I was from, what tribe. And I would be like, you know, I'm from White Plains. And they'd be like, that's impossible. <laughs> that's not, that's not, are you sure? And I'm like, I'm telling you what I know that I'm not. And it New was York. just a thing. We were like, oh, here. I have so, so many goats. goats. I have goats. <laughs> I will buy you. You will be my wife. And, and when, when I got married, kid came and she was like, oh, look, and now you have it. Now you have it. Osban. Now you have it. Osban. Now. And he sacrificed many, many, many goats for you. Yes. So, I did not know that's how y'all connected. That's funny. <laughs> we connected Absolutely. over that. Ass, chicken. Mm-hmm. I, no, but not weed though. I was literally the we only were having who did that. <laughs> we were having a just a debate, and I think Jay fixed her face to say that she was glad that her butt wasn't the biggest butt in the room. And I said, "Wait a minute, black woman." Yeah. Yes, it is. You stay <laughs> saying that all the time, Jade, and I just be listening. Jade is always mm-hmm. in denial. She has maintained a healthy denial around the fact that she has the biggest butt of us all. Where does that denial I, come from? Can we dig into that? I, I yeah, have a pretty healthy denial of, ev- of everything that I feel like. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Jay thinks that she is tall. She thinks that she is dark. And she thinks that her butt is not as mammoth as it is. This is very <laughs> not true. mammoth. <laughs> mammoth. This is on brand. Yes. So this is consistent. This is. I this live. Is I live in a in a small state of denial. I I can <laughs> I can admit this. I can't. <laughs> that is that is actually the first i just choose to do it it's willful Um, i will be i will be ready by next week to discuss black is king um you have that that is my word that will be our trash please dubs one thing i can say i'm excited for you to see it 
mm-hmm. because I, mm-hmm. I don't know, it just happened obviously, but as a black woman, I remember mm-hmm. that moment before seeing it and the immediate feels mm. watching it and afterwards and you're in that space and it's something uh-huh. you can't get back. So I'm excited that you're about to yes, go on this journey. It's a beautiful okay. journey and you're going to yes. love it. So I can't wait to I hear will. your thoughts next week. I will definitely be ready to discuss. And I apologize because I know that all of you will jump into my mentions to say, to express your disappointment okay. that I have not yet watched. But... I promise you that I will make it happen. She will. Now, I will. And have you listened to the new Brandy album that dropped? I have listened. <laughs> and what are that your thoughts? Right. I mean, we can always, always count on Brandy Rayana Norwood for a flawless vocal. I think that she is one of the best singers of our time our generation she is the lead like you know she is like without question Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and of course there's always a certain level of production you know there's just a certain of excellence of production and artistry that comes with brandy's work Mm -hmm. so that Mm -hmm. right there is undeniable i will say though that i had a harder time following this album than I have with prior uh, Brandy records. I think that mm-hmm. lyrically I struggled t- to to um, follow what these songs were about and how they connected to one another to tell a story. And it's just like a different side of Brandy. I mean, and it could be maturity, it could be age, it could be experience and what she's kind of navigating in her life right now. So I don't have any judgments about that, but I will just say honestly that I had to work a little harder to follow this one than I have had to to um to follow other Brandy albums. That doesn't mean that I love it any less, but mm-hmm. it just it just wasn't an instant mm-hmm. connection. I had to work at it a little bit. And I'm still working at it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's growing yeah. on me and I'm trying to give it the chance to really mm-hmm. latch on to me and really yeah. flourish. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to take my time, but it is, it's, it's beautiful and she's beautiful. I enjoyed her clip of her going into Target with her mask on <laughs> and her little yeah. CD. I didn't even know they yeah. still had CDs. Me neither. So I, was, I was like, isn't this a joy? Come on. This is amazing. Very nostalgic. I thought that Very, was cute. Absolutely. I'm, I'm letting it grow it's on. Uh, it's it's growing on me like a mold. And uh, I don't think it's for me. <laughs> I don't, that track number two sent me to a state of negativity and confusion. I could not figure out where the beat, the rhythm, the anything was going. And while I too will claim claim Brandy is a immaculate vocalist of our time and our day, she was a wretched teenager as Moesha, but continues <laughs> to be a great talent of our generation. I don't know what the hell she was talking about. I don't about know what album. and I said that on Twitter. And I don't and know where the beat was going either. Nikki and I <laughs> talked about this as well because it's like, you know, I think and it kinda it's difficult for me, um, because I'm thinking about other albums that mm-hmm. other brandy albums that to me just were like soundtracks of, of my of portions of my life. Like Never Say Never, Full Moon. Ugh. Um Yes. You know, even like at, 
Right. Even like aphrodisiacs, some of the later things as well. Like these are these are songs that I could connect to personal experiences of mine. So and I and I've always kind of looked at Brandy in that way. But I don't relate to this album at all. Um, and that's not a judgment more than it is a reality. And it's just kind of just like, I don't, I'm really trying to get with Brandy, but it did. You know, I put it on Saturday morning because I'm ready to clean my house and I'm just out here. And I said, I cannot listen to this. <laughs> well, this oh, is really just no disturbing judges. me. Listen, I don't need the Brandy Hive in my life right now coming at me in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Go watch Cinderella. I am not <laughs> talking trash about Brandy. I just don't like the album i don't like it's it it's hard it's hard right because and i think <laughs> people are really divided about this and what irritates me is that there's just so much judgment being thrown around like if you don't like it it doesn't mean that you're not like people are what the statuses that are getting on my nerves is like oh if you don't like brandy's album you're not a real musician you don't know music you don't have a musical ear you're not talented you're tone deaf and i'm just like first of all you don't I'm have like, to be right, Picard- you don't gotta be all. mozart to appreciate a good music right. you know what i'm saying like like just like you know you don't have to be a, a chef to to know a good burger when you taste Thank one you. like this this is like there's certain things like i don't i don't i don't i don't appreciate why you know how quick we are to to make a opinion uh, you know something more than just that like i just don't connect with the songs that don't mean that i hate brandy or that i'm that i don't have any emotional intelligence <laughs> or that i don't appreciate uh you know music that's not what that means i'm saying that it's t- it, this this particular body of work doesn't connect with me it's and not what okay. i and that's okay and it doesn't and mean that you won't connect with it one right, day. Like right. one day you might like hear it again and you'd be like, oh, this is res. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't one instantly- song. Yeah. One song. <laughs> I didn't instantly fall in love with it. But, you know, there it, I might I might come to really, really love uh, some songs or I might not. But that doesn't make me any less a Brandy fan. <laughs> I just am not, you know, this this particular album was not, you know. It's, I'm gonna just didn't. go listen to Full Moon. It's fine. Like I'm just well, <laughs> Full Moon still snaps. I ain't even gonna. Uh, I ain't listen, even gonna she has a right uh, to put out whatever she. Wants. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It just and it's listen. It's so good. But yeah. Full Moon. So it's number good. one. So it's doing well. Y'all are buying it. She's making her money. Yeah. It's a celebration. The baby's bills is Me getting too. paid. Right. Like so. Listen. Success. Yeah. Right. Um, go Brandy. Oh, y'all been watching Moesha? Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. Moesha. I'm nervous. I want to watch it, but I know that now that I'm grown, I feel like mm-hmm. Moesha finna fry my nerves. Like I just yeah. feel like she getting ready. To, I'm getting ready to relate more to Andel and D than I uh-huh. am to Moesha, and that's gonna feel weird. But it was I do also plan feels weird it. is knowing that uh, Frank Mitchell is the same age as my husband and what. Yeah. Wait a second. <laughs> they say no. He's supposed to be what? He's supposed to be thirty nine in the show. There's no way. Thirty eight, thirty nine. Yeah, he is. I'm dead ass. He in said, the show? They said they said Carl Winslow was supposed to be thirty six on the first episode of Family Matters, <laughs> bruh. But yes, and Frank's supposed to be like thirty eight or thirty nine years old 
when Moesha. Yes. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to be D. <laughs> I'm not if I be think Moesha. about it, when I was 17, my parents were 37. So it's I guess. Not, yeah. So we are. Di- I've always related to Endel, but now I feel like I'm really going to relate to D. And Woo. hopefully not Mr. What? Saturn, but I don't remember. <laughs> I started watching it. I won't lie. I was at the same apprehension, but I've been like laughing, laughing, like okay, full good. on belly okay. laughs. Good, good, good. And okay. I just try not to like Moesha. She is annoying. Like I don't, and oh, it I makes me look at my right and it makes me think of my 16 17 year old self it's like she's sitting right next to me too like girl mm. you are a mess and i definitely relate to d more but i i have been laughing a lot and i've actually been enjoying it so as long as i don't go watch think it. too deep into it it's actually hilarious i've been i've been going in i asked strong black lee when they was gonna give us theater oh forget what thea thea oh thea Yes. Now I heard. Now Thea was probably my age during the show as well. Like I if believe we were so. To look, yes, Thea was like probably a strong thirty six, thirty seven. Probably so with her kids. All and four. That's of okay. Them. All four. Of them. Jarvis. <laughs> I'm like, there's only one like, season. Give it to us. <laughs> Jarvis is such a black name. There's not a white man in America named Jarvis. I I don't. I mean, I don't have no. a lot of money, but I'd be willing to bet that. Mm mm. No, Jarvis. no, oh, no. Arkansas. And if you see a, a full name like Jarvis Washington, it's a wrap. <laughs> you already know. Jarvis <laughs> Jenkins. Oh, oh, so good. Love it. Oh, doll. let's. I forgot we were in the damn trash. Uh, <laughs> people are are spreading Corona still, so we'll just ignore More that. Nasty. Uh, nasty. There's all kinds of rave parties and and. Uh, you know, house parties and there things was a going school on in Paulding, Paulding County, Georgia, that had their first day of class today. It's like a high school. Oh. I was mm. like, ooh, the ghetto. Mm. Yes, they were. Wa- yes. Maybe like two or three of them had on masks, but I mean, wall to wall people. And I just was like, oh, I no. just want to thank God. Oh, no. Uh-uh. It's not, See? It's not safe. I'm it's surprised not. them kids showed up. I know they didn't have much of a choice, but well, I feel like my own dignity. Right. Yeah. They, yeah. Their most parents want they they most of them weren't social distancing anyway. Mm-mm. So we're not, you know, guess who won't be in the school? My, my child. Hello. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so go ahead and inf- infect each other, child. To infect each other. We'll do process of elimination. Let's just get them on right about mm-hmm. here. Jalai um, was like, "Oh, I'm gonna, um, I'm going. I want to go to school. I, I want. I'm like, I don't, I don't care. I don't, I don't want to pay rent. I, there's so many things <laughs> that I, don't, that I can I list them out that Listen. I have to do, and Listen. I need you alive, honey. And you yes. want me alive because you ain't gonna have nowhere to live. Exactly. So let's work together." kids anyway sorry Jade. <laughs> oh, oh no you're fine child. we have to know you have to drill it into him we don't want to paranoid them but i'm like you i need you to understand the severity of the situation Seriously. and that these assholes out here are not bright they're not smart and they show so don't we, care about you are they going they, are they, they opening schools them. in denver sis? so they're doing 100 percent remote 
Let, let, let me okay. let, no, let me tell you know I'm a storyteller. Okay, so a month ago, <laughs> a month ago, they sent a little email from the district saying, "Oh, you can choose either your kid's gonna be a hundred percent in the school or a hundred percent at home." I said, "How in the hell does that make mm, sense?" I said, "But I know where you're gonna be. You're gonna mm-hmm. be home." But then it just came back um, next last week and was like, "It's gonna be a hundred percent in the school. No, excuse me, at home." And okay. until the end of the first quarter, which is like mm-hmm. mid October, and then they're gonna reevaluate. I said, you can reevaluate all you want. I know I'm smart. Ain't Listen. nothing gonna change in October. So Listen. I told Jalil, no I was like, honey, t- like I want you in the school. He's in eighth grade too this year, which mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. I, my heart breaks for him. Yeah, and he also just big switched year. schools. Y'all know this, but mm-hmm. listeners don't know. He also switched schools last year. Mm-hmm. And so he, in seventh grade, he was transitioning. That's a hard time to go to a new school. He finally mm-hmm. found his place and then all this happened. Yeah. And I told him, I said, I, for nothing else, I want you to leave the house because we got to be here together. <laughs> so like, yeah. I, I want mm-hmm. you to go to school. I was like, but I want you to tell yourself nothing's going to happen until 2021, January. Like, because how things go when people are not taking it serious, you have to tell yourself, honey, that nothing's going to change until January so he's he's coming around now but the beginning he was like not feeling it which makes sense because yeah kids are going through it they are they're over it they are absolutely over it Noah came creeping up in my face this morning I just want a sister I said all right listen whoa (gasps) sibling we just I'm like first of all I can't guarantee you it'll be a girl a sister I was like it might be a brother it might be a they. You have no idea. You may have, I may have a baby drag queen. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Okay. You might have two. Right. I may have two. Wow. A drag queen and king. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't guarantee you it's going to come out. What I can guarantee you is nothing's happening right now. That's right. (laughs) And we're living in the present, Noah. We're living in the present. But as soon as things change, you'll be made aware. I will let you know immediately when you are 13 if I plan on having another. I love you so I know that's right. But see, (laughs) I I know you got a show, but I got to ask. So my son's 13. He wants a sibling bad. Mind you, his daddy got four daughters. (laughs) He is the big brother of four sisters. I say, you you are... overpouring with siblings right now. There's, <laughs> There's so much work to do. But he wants me to have a kid. And my argument to him is like, I'm not starting over. That's a huge. So would you, thinking about it, Jay, like mm. 13, you done 13 did it all. It's no. a, it's a, 13, no. I'm trying to push you away. Well, I'm just She's like, seven right now. So like, okay. you know, we're still in uh, that, that weird, weird territory of she's going to be much older range. than this child, but mm-hmm. yeah, but reasonable enough. I think when you start getting uh, getting over that nine or ten year mark, it gets kind of, but shit happens. Mm. So people do it. I my my biggest thing and and not having another child right now. I said if us bringing another child into this world is going to um, take away from the lifestyle that we've worked hard to create for her then it, do, it, it don't make any sense because what are we doing it for? We're doing a disservice to both children because we're not, we work this hard to give 
them these things to give them this life so why would we just for the sake of trying to bring another child in this world take away from the work that we've already put in to make this life for this child so he was like all right because you know he's caribbean so it was very much like so when when, when we having a baby when we having a baby <laughs> tristan's ready you know he been you know that nigga been ready that's one of the first things he whispered his nigga ass in my ear in my ears. I'ma get you pregnant. <laughs> oh man. Just black. It's sexy black. until that pregnancy <laughs> test comes back. Like, nigga, you were serious? <laughs> <laughs> nigga, I'm a week and a half late. <laughs> oh, oh. Yes, that is my ghetto love. Here's my ghetto story. <laughs> so, <laughs> but we have that. We, you know, what well, we have ventured further and further away from the trash. So I think we should just head on over so that we can actually talk without guilt. My sister's popping right now. Like, all right, our shout out is quick and brief this week. Very brief, but very important. Yes. <laughs> Hit him, sis. That's the drum roll. Okay. Um, in honor of, I mean, today, it's, I don't know when this episode will air, but this week we are celebrating the birthday of the only president that we acknowledge, Barack Hussein Obama. Um, celebrating his birthday today it was really fun to see all of, you know, everyone wishing him happy birthday, Michelle hit us with a throwback pitch picture of them on vacation back in the day with the kids. It was really cute. And, um, you know, in this time where we just don't have a president, Mm. (laughs) I just, we are just pretty much the the long and the short of it. We don't have a president (laughs) right now. So we are, we are just, we're just remembering, fondly recalling, Better days. How old is he today? Do we know? Um, I don't remember. Hold on, let me look it up right quick. Fifty nine. Um, yes, today's fifty. Today he is fifty nine. His fifty ninth birthday. Happy birthday. Happy Damn, birthday, Obama, 60, that's crazy. Uncle O. Yeah, man. Uncle O, because he's grown. <laughs> Wipe me down. <laughs> So shout out to OBZ. We love you forever. Um, save us. Save us, please. <laughs> please come back. <laughs> please. Yes. And let us move along swiftly and quickly to this kitchen table. Ben and Jerry's three new non-dairy frozen desserts are a new twist on vegan euphoria. So many non-dairy flavors, so little time. Ben and Jerry's has three new non-dairy frozen desserts made with sunflower butter. The Ben and Jerry's flavor gurus have taken a big leap this time. Their new non-dairy flavors are the perfect sweet treats for vegans, vegetarians, and everyone in between, specifically Jaden myself. So uh, we've talked about this time and time again. Y'all know that I enjoy the ice cream, but I find that the older I get, the dairy doesn't always enjoy me. <laughs> okay. Um, but I have to say um, that I was pleasantly surprised by these Ben and Jerry's new non-dairy desserts. They really have ice cream feel um, and they, and they are, um, have amazing flavors. I'm really partial to the creme brulee. And I like the mint chocolate chip because it gives mint chocolate chip without giving toothpaste, which is really, really 
um, one of my first, one of my, uh, one of the things that was like a deal breaker for me as it relates to this. Um, and also this is my first time trying a plant-based ice cream alternative. Um, and I have to say that I was nervous, but I'm a believer and it is something that I will, uh, could see myself buying and, and enjoying for a long, long time. So check out the Ben and Jerry sunflower butter lineup and the whole non-dairy family at benjerry.com. That's B-E-N-J-E-R-R-Y.com. When you make your bed in the morning, it starts a chain of daily successes. So what feels better than making your bed every morning? How about the sheets that go on it? Go with Brooklinen, home of the internet's favorite sheets. So let me tell you all something. I've been buying Brooklinen sheets since they first start putting ads on the train. It feels like luxury, like I'm wrapping myself in a luxurious sheet burrito. I absolutely love everything about it. Brooklinen was the first direct-to-consumer bedding company. They make all luxury products without the luxury markup. Bundle sheets and bedding big say bigger. It includes duvet, core sheet set, and extra pillowcases. Brooklinen has over 50,000 five-star reviews and counting. Brooklinen sheets are the perfect place to start making your mornings great. Brooklinen is so confident in their products that all their bedding comes with a lifetime warranty. Get 10% off your first order and free shipping when you use promo code GROWN only at brooklinen.com. Brooklinen. Everything you need to live your most comfortable life. All right. So we're back at the kitchen table. And as I talked about before, we're going to be talking about change a little bit, transition and big change. And I'm going to let Dubs tell the story of her change this weekend. Um, she told me there was something that she'd been thinking about doing for a long time. And then she finally got the boss to do it. And then it was like, oh, shit, I did it. So take it away, Dubs. <laughs> what's going on because I don't know what's going on um listen so I I am not new to changing my hair and my hair just like the majority of black women if not all your hair is a huge identity to who you are and you gotta like it you gotta feel good in it Mm -hmm. so I've changed my hair a lot um and I've had it in a short like bald style since last September or so. Mm -hmm. But I've been thinking about doing it blonde or maybe like a red or like I've been asking occasionally like friends, like what color should I do? And I've just been thinking about changing it up. So last week, I mean, I've been watching YouTube videos for a while, but last week Mm -hmm. I was binging them and I watched like 20 videos in a row and I got hype and I was like, I got the bleach, I got the toner, let's go. I got this, I could do this. And I didn't get a cut yet, so it was still a little thick. But I was like, it'll be cute, do it. And I just watched so many videos, I felt like I could nail it and get it done. Bitch, I, I can say that right, yeah. Um, I dyed my goddamn hair and looked in that mirror and I did the whole process. I did the purple, the purple shampoo two or three mm-hmm. times and mm-hmm. then I toned it and it was yellow as hell and I took a picture and like I was like you know what put on a little makeup so I put on some cute little lashes and some brows and I took like 50 selfies which usually <laughs> I give up around four if I can't get it okay. in four <laughs> I'm not either posting a picture or I got one that I can manipulate a little bit and it's cute but this one it took 50 damn takes and I finally put a picture up and I hated it. Like, 
it wasn't one of those moments where I was trying to fish for compliments, which I don't do anyway. People don't know that. But people know that about me. Like, I don't fish for compliments. But, like, that wasn't the situation. I legit hated how I looked to the point where I was flashbacked to, and that's why I told Kia, when I was a teenager. So the last time I felt that bad about myself, I was a teen. And I was going to do a lot of shit when I was a teen. A lot of sexual abuse, a lot of that. But... I remember looking in the mirror when I was 14, 15, 16, just hating what I saw. And that girl was staring me back and like staring back at me in the mirror. Mm. And it was terrifying. And I cried all Thursday night, like cried myself to sleep. I skipped um, Black is King when it came out, which Mm -hmm. I am a full stand. Like I never skip drops for Beyonce. I take time off for Beyonce and I skipped it because I hated what I look like so that's where Kia comes so Kia I don't know if you want to jump in and tell me how you so so pull me are, together we are in a we are in a group chat right all uh a bunch of us in a group <laughs> chat and um Dove came in the group chat and she showed us the picture and of course we all gagged like yes but you look amazing oh my god right so <laughs> Then she started going us up. how she was, uh, you know, how hard of a night she had, like, adjusting. And she's talking about, you know, I, I feel ugly. I look ugly. I, I don't like this. I'm I'm going to diet back. I'm, I hate it. I'm mad at myself. All this stuff. Now, I recognize this because <laughs> I have been there, right? So right. y'all know that I have had, you know, my moment of validation and when I decided to go blonde. Um, And while it is a big step, I mean, I've always wanted to be, I thought that, I thought that it was just a bold, fierce thing to just kind of like have no hair. And to me, it was kind of like an act. I told, I told Dub is because I too struggle with coming to appreciate myself. And it was kind of like ripping the bandaid off because when you don't have hair to hide behind, kind of right. forces you to kind of get into yourself in ways that you never have before. So it was kind of me kind of jumping off that cliff and it sounds good in theory and you build yourself up to doing it. But when you do it and then you wake up in the morning and you don't have on any earrings or any eyebrows oh <laughs> and you look at yourself like, what have I done? <laughs> like, Kia, I told you I was hiding from myself. <laughs> Jay, I was in my, like, I have this huge mirror in my, I have, like, a standing mirror, gorgeous, brand new, I got on sale from Wayfair. Yeah. And I got this cute little mirror, and I got this big-ass vanity mirror, and when I tell you I was hiding, like, I would go to my bedroom door and peek around that bitch, like, is that bitch still there? And I'm like, oh, my God. I still- Wait, so, <laughs> okay, so what I'm seeing right now. This is not what is it this- was. It's not what it was. This is not what she it was. Had, it she was, had did the, yeah. the first process, and then she was going to go to her barber to get it like toned and get it cut. Right. So she had just right. kind of dyed it, and it was it was blonde. And when she sent us the picture, it did look bad. Like yeah. it was just not like this is platinum, and she was still blonde, like yellow blonde. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. And then her hair was longer. Okay. But, the, but it wasn't the abrupt change like through you are the shit out of me it's like it That's rocked fair. me it, it and it was just because I didn't recognize myself and like Kia said 
it was like my face, <laughs> mm-hmm. which my face is beautiful and my face is gorgeous, it's but gorgeous. it wasn't, I've never seen it with like with full anything, on with hair. nothing unencumbered. So it was like, <laughs> wa- it was like this, you know what I'm saying? I was like, what is this? My whole face, there's nothing to hide it or obscure it in any way. I can imagine if I dyed me. my hair platinum blonde and shit, I'd probably scare the shit out of myself. It. I think you could this pale it. skin against that pale no, hair, I'm absolutely of the belief, not. I'm of the belief that every woman should do it at least one time because it's just, and I mean, especially black women, right? Because for me, it was such a thing. And I grew up in this dark skin being told that there were things that I could not do because mm. I'm dark, right? So um, like colored lipstick, even red nail polish, all these things I was told as a child yeah. that were not for me. So it was kind of like an act of defiance of that. Like I'm not gonna, and I'm not gonna listen to that. I'm, I can do whatever I want, and it, it sounds good in theory, but then you have to kind of live with it. So um, yes. when we make these, <laughs> we make these big choices and jump off these cliffs, or sometimes when things happen and they're beyond our control, right? So sometimes people have. I mean, to even think about hair, some people go into the salon with with one thing in mind and come out with another and they have to kind of live with that. But even in life, right, we go in thinking that things are going to happen one way and they happen another. And then we're forced to kind of live with this change and and live with this in this very scary, unfamiliar place. And I think that that is, so when I was talking to Devs about it, it was, I was trying to tell her that, you know, one of the things I wanted to, to, to first kind of let her know is that it's okay. Can I interrupt you? Oh, please. Kia called me. <laughs> Kia, you tell me what it was. Because uh, I'll be honest, and if any of my friends listen to this, like, anybody who I call, like, my niggas or, like, oh, I really fucks with, they, like, hit me up and was like, girl, like, you look beautiful. You're good. Right. And I got, I, w- I had, like, a huge community of black, primarily black women, but, like, mm-hmm. just black friends. Mm-hmm. But Kia, you and I'm not putting anyone else. But Kia, you pick up the phones. So I want you to tell. I want you to tell me right now what made you pick up the phone, and then you and then you tell me. Tell everyone else what you told me. Well, I recognize this panic. I could I could hear the panic, and it wasn't that. Um, so, what connected with me the most is that when you said that you know I saw. It, it it brought you back to a time in your life where you were not in love with yourself. And I recognize that as panic. Um, and a lot of times when we are faced with trauma and, 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 and especially like su- the surprise of it, uh, it's, it's, it's easy to kind of revert back to kind of what feels natural. And unfortunately for a lot of us, that place of, scrutinizing yourself is what feels natural um and I could tell that despite what we were telling you you there was like a resistance it was like you were holding on to that it was not landing and I felt like I needed to connect with you to let you know that it was okay for you to be afraid of this and it was okay for you to not love it right away because I think because we loved it and you didn't I felt like you were beating yourself up like why can't I see it it just it's not working and you just wanted to go back but I wanted to let you know that it's okay for you to take some time to adjust and get 
get to know this new um, look and to embrace it. And, and everyone was just kind of telling you to get over it. You look amazing. But I'm like, no, she's going to have to sit with this for a little while. So that's what mm -hmm. made me pick up the phone. And I wanted to offer you some um, strategies or things that you can do to kind of help you along in the process of getting to getting to know this new you. you. Mm -hmm. um, because, um, because I think, I think a lot, a lot of, like, like I, I said, said we, we rush, rush to, to closure uh, right. quickly. I was ready to, I was like, I know what works. I know exactly. what works. Exactly. It's, it's like, like oh, I, and I just want to be comfortable. So whatever it is that'll get me back to comfort. Um, and I'm like, well, before you do that, I want you to just be open to the fact that you're going to have to get to know this dove and that's going to take some time and that's going to take mm -hmm. you being open to trying new things and I wanted you to I just wanted to make sure that you knew that it was okay for you not to love it but to mm -hmm. but it, and it was it was going to take time for you to learn to love it so I could hear that in in our in our in our exchange as a group and I, I was like you know let me let me reach out to dubs on like on a one-on-one and I waited until things calmed down a little bit and I called you and I just wanted to let you know that it's okay. Um, and I told you about, you know, it's okay to feel this crazy. It's okay to think that you look crazy. Um, but, you know, you don't have to stay there. And there are things that you can do to come to, you know, try to feel your beat again in this right. new phase, in this new phase of, of yourself. And I tried to give you some things that helped me. So when I cut my hair, one of the and one of the, and I told her some of the best advice I ever received, and I didn't even realize at the time. I'm grateful that I took it. Is that when I went to the barbershop for the first time to cut all my hair off, I had on a full face. And I did um, it. She was I like, up she was like, you have to because <laughs> yeah. it's a very it's a, it's a it's a it's a hard it's a switch right it's a hard mm -hmm. switch, and um, you can kind of make yourself look like a mature woman and and make this a look from the very beginning and you want to when you do the first reveal like you want that powerful woman proud confident woman even if you're faking it at first right because we faking it like we we faking it with this full beat but you know that show up with a beat a beat face look amazing that's going to help you to kind of get accustomed to this um, and, and also figure out what it's going to take for you to maintain that on a daily basis. And it doesn't have to be a full beat, but I told her, like, when I cut all my hair off, I made sure that my brows were filled in and I had on a hoop earring and I had some lashes. And if I had those three things, I could feel like myself. Because mm -hmm. the reality is when you wake up in the morning and you brushing your teeth and you see the seven-year-old boy looking back at you, you're like, what have I... Who is light, right? Oh my hair. goodness! Like, but hey, the hell is who this? told me but to you do look this? amazing? This was, this was not Thank mine. you. Well, see, the listeners can't see, but I got the lashes <laughs> and the full. But your head looks amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Your well, head looks good. I value Kia. Your conversation <laughs> just really helped me, and and this is a good analogy for any leap. It just helps me slow down a second. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It just helped me inhale fully in my lungs and exhale. And my, in my right mind, I know that anything worth doing is a process. Mm 
Right. It's never on night. Right. When I make my wigs, it's never the first time. <laughs> I got to keep fucking. I got to work with it. I got to fix this track. You know what I'm saying? I got to trim these ends. Right. I got to right. put it on. I yes. got to install it. And I got to fix the bayang. Yes. The <laughs> bayang. It's, it's, it's a process. Um, and you have to fall in love with yourself no matter what that risk is. You have to relearn who you are. Um, So your advice really helped me slow down and just think about because the reality was I had a plan. I Mm -hmm. already had my appointment booked with my barber. She already saw the picture and was like, I already know what to do. Don't touch it. I got you. But I was still like on that roller coaster of it's never going to be okay again. And Mm -hmm. either I have to diet brown or I'm never going to be Fatima again. And it was that panic, which is unreasonable looking back at it but that's how you feel it's such a drastic change you don't know who you are and you don't know Mm -hmm. where you're going so the to be able just to slow down I watch Black is King oh Mm -hmm. there is a one of her dancers is platinum yes yes and I was like you should have just watched last night was this just about the shock of the platinum (sighs) that's what prompted it I think, but I genuinely felt ugly. And the history behind that is I have worked since I was about 16, which when I, and it's not a secret. So it's like, that's when my sexual abuse really like stopped for the most part. Um, and that's when I really started doing the work. So I'm 33 now. So between 16 and 33, I have worked tre- tremendously to fall in love with myself again. And y'all met me like I walk with my head high and mm-hmm. I and I'm just Absolutely. I'm trying to embrace everything that I have and I've worked hard to be where I'm at. And mm-hmm. then I bleached my hair and I was 14 again. And that was mm-hmm. terrifying because I haven't talked to that girl or seen that girl in a really long time. Change um, often triggers our insecurities in, in that in that way, right? And sends yeah. us back. And and like you said, I'm glad that you said in terms of like slowing down, right? Because Panic often and fear. I don't remember who said this. I feel like I heard it somewhere, but like fear robs us of um, like that rationality, um, and, and, it, and it makes us, us and, and it robs us of, of uh, the security of time. And mm-hmm. in, in that we feel like we have to, we have to do something immediately to get back to that place of comfort. When in actuality. If we take the time to slow down and think this through, most of the time, things, you know, we can, we can think of, like, put things in a proper place in a proper order to kind of, you know, determine what the next steps are. But when we're thinking from a place of fear, we're not thinking, we don't, we don't take all of those things into account and it rushes us to make judgments. Um, right. And I think that that's what the enemy, that's where the enemy is, right? Because mm-hmm. when we start making those decisions out of that place of fear or lack or insecurity, then we're not operating in purpose or in, like for me, in accordance. Like I don't, like I'm telling myself now as I'm doing the work on myself now, I know that fear and worry and stress is below the life that God has for me. Like God doesn't want me to be 
out here with bad nerves. So when I find myself in that place, I'm telling myself I'm living beneath what I know God has for me. Let me figure out what I have to do. What are the facts? We, when, we, when we are scared, we don't think about the facts. The fact is, Doug already had a plan in place, she, right. but she's but the but you know quickly she was she, she was getting ready to step outside of her plan, right? Um, and plan B, and, really, yeah. <laughs> and, and one of the things I said, I felt like really compelled to tell you, and I don't even know if you remember, but I wanted to make sure that you knew that you have what it takes to pull this off. You kept saying, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm like, you have everything you need to be a bad bitch is already in your house. Like, it's already in your face. It's already in the mirror. Like you, you keep thinking that you have to reach outside of you to change something in order for you to feel safe and capable. But you have all that you need to look amazing. Right. regardless of what color your hair is regardless of whether you have lashes on or not you are still a bad bitch you're doing these Always. things to kind of make you feel comfortable in this place but mm-hmm. you have what it takes to be every bit of the bad bitch that you want to be and you didn't I don't I don't feel in your panic I could tell that you had lost sight of that and oh, I wanted to was... make sure that you knew that that was the truth <laughs> And you know, you gotta I'm take a heavy booty walk. You got to take that heavy <laughs> exactly. booty walk everywhere you go. This is why I should be outside. Because if I just took a lap around the block, Dove you know got Dove got two little hostess cakes. She got two little itty bitty. She is and so so beautifully and I move thin. So beautiful, but she walks with a big booty energy. That does. I mean, like a heavy big ass booty. energy. She girls with big booties who don't have this quality, but Doves mm-hmm. possesses in her very petite frame. Yes, absolutely. Like, and she I've has been a, doing a this. big booty energy. I've been yeah. doing this. No one exactly. who's at me can say that that is something I don't do. <laughs> Work, personal, <laughs> like all of it. Out here, walking around like Meg the Stallion. You've been doing it. It's crazy because I meditate to Meg the Stallion, to Cardi, <laughs> to Flo Millie. I med. I lit. I was just like, you know, this is dubs. This is who I am. But when this happened, all of that left. Mm-hmm. All of that, like Wednesday to Thursday in twenty-four hours, I was like, nope, I can't do this. I'm ugly now, and now I gotta figure out who this, what, like, who I am, and what's going on, and what mistake I made, and why I did this, and just like spinning. So to be able to reset, for me, the lesson is when you have a problem, tell somebody. Yeah. Something told me to put, even though I hated it, to put it on the internet. (laughs) Something told me because if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have never texted y'all. And I would have never told any of my friends and I just would have went through it by myself. So for me, the lesson is let people surround you with that love, because if it wasn't for that reset and the conversation with you and in any other conversation I had, I don't know, I probably might've like dyed my hair brown by now, which Mm -hmm. I would have regretted now that I went through the entire process and slowed down. I love my cut Mm -hmm. and I let my barber like, do her thing. I let go of control. And I was like, yes. do what you think I would look amazing in. And she did this design. I was like, <laughs> let me see. Baby. 
Yes. Oh, yes. You got a sound wave in your head. I live for I it. You know what? People lucky is quarantine because I would have song be out. Down the street like Erica Badu in the winter. You know how dubs, I am. We know. You know how it's I am. The dubs, we know. <laughs> You are used to. These are the these are the big takeaways of, as as people are navigating change that's all around them. One of the things that I think this this conversation demonstrates is like you said, the power of community. We don't have to figure these things out alone. I think there's also a lot of power in owning and accepting that I'm scared and I yes. don't like this and this mm-hmm. is hard for me. Because I feel like that denial it has yeah. us hustling in reverse. And, and I then, hope y'all appreciated that. Because I didn't yeah. lie. Y'all no. were like, how are you feeling? And I was like, <laughs> ugly. <laughs> like, I, like, I wasn't going to sugarcoat it. Because exactly. I was struggling in that moment. That's, and being because, honest helped y'all, like, help me. Right. Because we cannot help what we don't know. So when you open up yourself to community, there's no, like, if you're going to be dishonest, then you might as well as just stay quiet. But telling the truth about what it is about this major change or transition that makes you uncomfortable helps the people Mm -hmm. around you know how to support you better. Um, And I think the other piece that I want to, that that I wanted us to talk about was kind of like the process of, of like remembering that it's a process, remembering that we don't have to adjust to change immediately, but we are expected to transition through it. Um, and, and all of those steps, some of them are difficult or challenging and um, uncomfortable, but we learn a lot about who we are and, um, you know, what we're made of when we lean into the fear uh, and uncertainty of it all. So mm-hmm. what have you learned about dubs through this process? What are some of the things that you can that you take away? Like, what are some of the things that you're starting to learn? Because, I mean, it's not over, right? We talked about that, too. Like, you having a good day, but, you know, when your hair grow out and you start to get some roots, you might you, you might, might travel, you know? You, you might know, I already that. talked to my barber. I said, okay, now, it's cute now, now. Exactly. But in a week and a half, I need you to tell me what to do because we're going to be right back. Exactly. Where we are right now. Um, what did I learn? Well, definitely... And this is kind of a spe- specific to hair, but maybe not um, the process piece. So I mentioned that I was binging YouTube on purpose mm-hmm. because when I get in those modes, I like watch directions over and over again. And I'm really good at following directions, but I, I'm good at it because when I mm-hmm. follow directions, it's a way of me being in control. Mm-hmm. And if I do it right, I can get it done. Right. Right. And so then I did everything by the book and it wasn't right. Mm -hmm. Little did I know. And I actually, I did know this. (laughs) I ignored it. Um, But bleaching your hair is like a two, three step process. It does not. Nobody goes from black to platinum in one night. Nobody. No. No. no one who wants to have hair on their head. I mean, because if you want to burn it all out of your scalp, then go for it. And when people were like, oh, you got to lift it just one more time. I was like, oh, my hair going to fall out. Now now we got yeah. a different problem. Now right, it's a whole right, problem. Right. That but would be my was, concern. But that's because I don't a, know anything. Because <laughs> your hair will fall the hell out. Um, it will. Mm-hmm. And my edges are really healthy. I'm very blessed right now because I take care of them. But <laughs> it was a good lesson to just, again, slow down and to 
even though you were doing everything by the book, the book mm-hmm. might take a little longer to finish. Right. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. If you take, if you just give it the time, it turns out beautiful, but right. you got to just slow it down. Um, and then to keep with the analogy, sharing your book, or I guess mm-hmm. it doesn't really make all the sense, but like telling your community of what you're trying to do. And if I, if we take it out of hair, I had another transition um, recently because I lost my job, y'all know, Mm -hmm. at the end of the year Mm -hmm. and it was a blow and I was making good sales money and, Mm -hmm. but, but never at home with my son (laughs) Mm -hmm. and drinking like a fish, stressed Mm -hmm. out, out of sales and I ended up getting fired. I've never gotten fired from a job, working my ass off. So that was a huge shift. Um, but I told my community what was going yep. on and I knew getting the job was going to happen overnight. So I had to do, even though I was doing everything by the book, I had to do it in time mm-hmm. and just kind of breathe through it and not trying to rush the process. Now I have a great job that I love a lot more that slowed down and gives me time back to my son. So it's, it's, it's interesting because the reason I love telling stories because I love telling the lessons that I've learned, mm-hmm. even if I, even if they're not really sticking, because I do repeat, <laughs> I do repeat. Uh, we all do. We all do. Yeah. Um, but I love telling the stories. That's how I'm able to grow. But when I dyed my hair, it's like every lesson in the book fell out of my head. Right. It's gone. So it's important to speak up because your friends, especially right. the ones who've been there a long time, they know that you right. know better and they right. know that you know you're beautiful and they know that you know that you're smart so it becomes your friends roles to just kind of help you reset and I honest to God that was the only thing that saved this hair <laughs> because <laughs> I was ready to just go back to old Fatima but I'm right. happy I didn't because I wanted to do this for a long time I thought about it for a long time and I needed to commit to it. Mm-hmm. And even if I alone wasn't ready to commit to it, it was helpful to have my community be like, no, girl, you got this. Like, if this is what mm-hmm. you want to do, you can go through with it. You're Same with a job. If, if you want a better job that treats you better, go for it. If you want this, go for it. So those were some of the biggest, I didn't answer your question succinctly, but those were no, some of the biggest, um, lessons I've learned throughout For real. this process. I mean it gets sometimes it gets worse before it gets better. And, <laughs> and, and, it, <laughs> and it's not linear, right? So like I love right. what you said around like how you, you can, can be, be doing, doing well, well but then uh, something will happen that it will make you forget all of the progress that you've made. Mm-hmm. But that suggests to me that the process is not linear, it's cyclical. And there will be days when we feel like we are every woman. And then there will be days when it's like, oh, girl, <laughs> I'm 12-year-old Kia all over again. Like, we have just got to start from the beginning because <laughs> I don't believe anything that I thought that I believed anymore. Like, so, like, so, but but True. that is a part of the process. That is a part of, of life. And I think that's that's one of the major, major things that I've learned about just being an adult. Um, any transition, I'm learning every day that, like, you know, being, even ha- having this house, 
presents its own set of challenges that I never ever anticipated. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm dealing with like words that I don't even didn't even think like escrow accounts and home like uh, insurance. So like I learned today that my condo um, hasn't like you know my my mortgage uh, agreement or whatever my mortgage insurance you know cover like is is my house my mortgage insurance is what i pay for but like my through my hoa there's a a home insurance policy so i technically didn't need to get my own home insurance so i I found out today that i've been paying for two insurances um so so you know and i was like well i mean and i just told the lady i didn't i didn't know that (laughs) so she was like i she was like she was like i i thought that my my uh, insurance was coming out of my escrow and she was like, no, that's the mortgage insurance. And I was like, oh, that's different. Okay. Like, so like, so I'm learning, I'm learning like every, things about this process as, you go. And as I, as I go. And there are parts of me that have to be very vulnerable and say, I don't know things. Um, mm-hmm. There are parts of me that, that have to be, you know, be truthful and say, I've never done this before. And I have to give myself grace. I can't beat myself up because I can't do what I don't know. And a lot of times when we are in life, we find ourselves in places that we've never been before, having to do things that we've never done before. And mm-hmm. the, the learning curve is scary. So whether it be a haircut and color or, or a new relationship or a new job or anything. Buying a house. It's so scary. A kid. <laughs> it's so scary, right? But we learn a lot about ourselves through mm-hmm. the scary. So I wanted us to have a conversation about doing scary things. And doing scary things. I mean, when you when you hit me up about the show, I was really excited because, uh, yes, it's burning down the whole world. Um, the whole world. <laughs> The entire surface <laughs> of the world. But oh, as God. it burns, there's so much change. I, I don't think I've talked to anyone that something hasn't changed in their life um, one mm-hmm. way or another. Um, so I was really excited to have this conversation because whether it's hair or a home or a child or a job or whatever it may be, there's so much shift happening out yeah. of our control. Um, and this process has reminded me about control and how mm-hmm. limiting control can be. I was so set on being in control of my hair because I've been in control of my hair forever. And it's such a huge part of my identity. So as long as my hair is in control, I'm in control. You were good, the right. The moment it wasn't in control, I was spiraling. And mm. that's not a good foundation necessarily to have. That control should be rooted much deeper and it is mm-hmm. and I will work on continuing to root it that deep um, but it taught me a big lesson about letting go of that control slowing down and understanding you'll get that control back to us to a certain limit right but it's mm-hmm. gonna take time and needs to be in a healthy way getting your control back just by dyeing your hair brown again is not control it's putting mm-hmm. a band-aid yeah. Over something that you really you're not wanted. addressing the the real issue. Exactly, right. exactly. Um, and then just those little tips, Kia. Your <clears throat> excuse me, your little tip about just put on some lashes. And <laughs> you know, it was it, and it was crazy because a light bulb went off. Right. It was like yeah, just 
put on just a little bit it's fine and show up to the barber i listen i showed up to my bar point b it was like 10 a.m too i was like like, good morning i'm here what's up (laughs) i'm not mad at it i'm not mad at it even those just simple suggestions on just how to just kind of for lack of a better term face reality yeah. in a healthy way yeah. you're still dealing with it right but you're finding your way around it yeah it's like, like building, building your confidence way. building, building your confidence to, to kind of face this change head on mm-hmm. it's like what can i i know that when i go into this barbershop i'm gonna be surrounded by men and what do i need to do to be my best self and I know that I feel like I'm my best self when my face is on. So let me just go ahead and come to the function. Ready? <laughs> Ready. Um, One day we need to talk about making changes and realizing that you just hate what the fuck you just did. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Like, it doesn't that change. That is fair. That's the truth. That's right? the truth. That I've the truth. definitely faced that as well. Where I've walked into a job or I had a hairstyle. I I, my I hair on the getting grown uh on the getting grown cover, <laughs> hate it. I fucking hate it. When I tell you I hate well, everything crochets, about it. You them crochet dress. I fucking hated them things. <laughs> Let me explain. The minute she got finished and I got up and looked at myself, I said, oh, nah, we got to take this out tonight. And everybody's like, no, you got to go host a show tomorrow. So right. I put a hat on. And I sat with it for a couple of days. Kia kept telling me, she was like, it doesn't look bad. I sat with it a couple of days. A couple of days went by. But I still hate this shit. I think I hate it more. <laughs> I took you it out. You wore a hat in the thing, didn't you? I wore a you hat in the on. thing. I wore a you hat, wore a hat on the, the pictures. Logo, <laughs> I wore a hat everywhere because I hated that hair. <laughs> and it's fine. Sometimes we're not happy with the decisions <laughs> we make. And it's okay for us to face those as well and say, this wasn't for me. I tried yes, it. It wasn't I for it me. I thought it was. I was wrong. I was wrong. Now and I'm allowed to be wrong. I'm allowed. <laughs> or find a different method. Because you right. see, I got the other crochet locks. And what happened? Those were my jam. Niggas Listen, thought I locked my hair. Nigga, had, had them for months. Had them for months. A year. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we took them out and re-put them in. But it, that was my style. And, and I knew I wanted to lock my hair eventually one day mm-hmm. anyway. So that was my nice little happy medium. But I had to find it. But you sometimes you'd make a decision too and you'd be like, I fucking hate that I did this. But I'm glad <laughs> I did it so I don't ever do this shit again. Right. That's the lesson. And those moments still lead you to growth. For right? sure. And major growth. Um, so that's so fair. And I can't wait to hear you talk about that probably a little more in another show. But that's that's very fair because mostly with niggas i'm definitely doing some things where I, it sounded good take the l a, oh a yeah you just gotta you just put them in the your L, phone as like, a dnc my, my, do not my. count you don't have my to Lord. My Lord. you don't have to remember that nigga ever again in life, life. it's okay, okay. I, I don't i don't it was a one and done and i won't <laughs> okay <laughs> period <laughs> who is that Never heard of him. Okay. You not part of my body count. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. So listen, thank you, Dubs, for coming. This has been an Me awesome conversation. You. I want to thank you for your transparency and for always yes. telling your truth in such a bold and fearless way. Um, we love to see it. You know, the fact that you 
you learn and you live out loud, it helps so many people while it's helping you. So I've always loved that about you. And thank you for having me. This is, I, I said it before, I'm a gush again. This is a dream come true. I oh, said, I'm not for years, I was like, I'm not going to mention it to them, but maybe one day they're going to invite me on the show and it's going to be right. First of all, you're a friend in real life. It's going to be right. And this is perfect timing. So I really appreciate so y'all. This is, this is great to share. So I, I appreciate it. You got to kick it with us. I'm so happy to have you here. Yes. We will absolutely, if you want to let the people know how they can follow you, you have anything that you want to share with our audience. Okay, I'm going to say this. I don't be on Instagram like that, so that don't matter. But I'm on no, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. You see me I she posted like three times in the last, last couple, week. This is, this is very, this is oh. monumental for the, because she posts like twice a year. I'm Literally that. someone DM me and was like, <laughs> wow, you usually bless us twice a year. This is great. And I was like, well, shit. Okay, but I'm on Twitter, dubs underscore dub. And anyone listening to me who used to watch my videos, I am like inches away from coming back. I don't know if it's going to be videos on Instagram or YouTube or both, but I've been working and I'm coming back. So please show me love and welcome me back. I'm nervous. I'm having imposter syndrome and I only care about what black women think. So this is a good place to say that I'm coming back. So I love y'all. That's how you can find me. We love you, W. Because, you know, niggas be like, come back with your story. They be like, nigga, fuck you. <laughs> I don't care about nothing you have to say, you raggedy And ass. they about y'all. I talk <laughs> exactly. shit about y'all. So why are you? Anyway. But Wait, Dubs, me. why is your email? Wait, what is your Instagram? What is that? Lady, is- it's Lady W87. It's my YouTube. Yeah. That's what I, I have. You posted no recent picture. No, stories. Oh, stories. Stories. And of course, they're gone. I was like, I know. I I was like, I know I follow dubs. Here it is right here. This says 2015, Mike. Yes. I don't know. I I took out all my pictures. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'll get them back. I was like, I I love love people. I I love that. I love when y'all do stuff like that. Be like, I deleted everything. I'm like, okay. This was not in the trash, but I meant to ask you if you saw it, sis. Did y'all see that Tony Preston put the vibrator on her face? I'm sorry, what? Wait, what? What happened? She, on, on her Instagram, her last post on her Instagram is her talking about this tool that she uses to stimulate her her face. Like, I think, I don't, I don't remember what she used, some ratchet Baltimore term. Oh. <laughs> but, but she was like, she was like, yes, it is a vibrator, but I only use it on my face. And we was like, Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony, you know, Tony does interesting things sometimes, but Very she cracks me so. up on the Twitter. She and you know, her joy. face be bomb, so... I mean, maybe there's some truth to it. She was saying it's... it's won't. No. And, well, <laughs> well, I mean, in this in this context. But um, <laughs> she swears up and down that it is it's, uh, stimulates blood flow and those kinds of things but i'm like you know they do have like facial massages they have like brushes and things for your you face can, like, you can you, you can, can oil cleanse that, yes, that gets it going can, that's but, my choice oh yeah the hoes love talking about oil cleansing but listen 
<laughs> that being said, we want to thank our sister Dubs for joining us at the kitchen table. You're welcome we to stay on dubs. for the rest of the show. Sometimes our food is more than just food. It's an integral part of our community. So this year, Discover is giving $5 million to support Black-owned restaurants. Top places like Post Office Pies in Birmingham, Alabama, Back in the Day Bakery in Savannah, Georgia, and hundreds more Black-owned restaurants in your local community all across the country. Learn how you can show your support at discover.com. I deserve Okay, so my black woman self-care this week. It's not really, I kind of discussed it a little bit at the beginning. I have switched to raw papers for my uh, cannabinoid activity. I'm not exactly happy about it, but I am. Uh, I am now, what cognizant are the of these raw papers. As opposed you know, to it's a cleaner. Frontal smoke. these you used to you you used well, to use you to know, burn a hole in your chest. You know, niggas were they hated my frontal leaves, and that's fine. Uh, this is a cleaner, a bit of a cleaner smoke, and um, you know, you can taste the weed a little bit more. I already knew all of that. I was just. That's just what I did for so long. I was, it's just what it was. But it is now, I am now going to be a little bit cleaner. So thanks to Crystal the Jean. Crystal Jean. Crystal Jean. She's like the weed fairy. She's always like helping. She's supporting people in their, in their weed habits. Which is so fascinating being that literally nobody smoked at first. You're right. Except for me. Correct. And you, but you wasn't here. So we'd be at Bobby's house and it'd just be me, the one nigga by the window. And and it, it, and, 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 oh, that's true. No, I not, mean, now not at the time. everybody does, but uh, right. when we first started out, I mean, we were horrendously heavy drinkers, but we did not. Jay was the only one who smoked. Yeah. Now all of that has changed. Now it's all changing. You think I was never the OG of this shit, dubs? (laughs) These niggas don't give me the respect that I'm owed. (laughs) That's what black woman self care. Put some respect on my name. Sorry. Well, Jesus. Dubs, do you have a black woman self care? What are you doing to take care of yourself as a black woman this week? Mm, This week, specifically on Tuesday? Mm. Um, I haven't gotten there yet. I mean, well, just Um, in the past week. I mean, in the past seven days. I have been scripting. You guys know what that is? No. Please. Please. So scripting, it's like journaling, but you're manifesting. You're you're speaking about what you have as if it already already has happened. Oh, wow. So about three times a week, if I'm really on it, sometimes a little more, um, I'll write like a journal. I have like a book. I have my, um, I don't remember the name of the crystals, but I have these certain crystals that manifest money specifically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> and I hold that bitch in my hand and then I write a journal. <laughs> I write a journal <laughs> entry in the morning. <laughs> Tight. I'd be, I'd be right here like, what, what, what do we want today? But then I, um, I write a journal entry as if it's already happened um, and have this whole like routine. I like hug my journal and then I kiss, I put like a, 
like a kiss print in the entry uh-huh. and this whole thing. I'll be honest, a lot of the shit has manifested so far. I've been doing this wow. since December. Um, mm-hmm. So that's something I've been doing for a while, but I try to do it every week. So that's my self-care. I love that. Yes, indeed. Um, I have been working with my therapist on combating my automatic negative thoughts. Um, so the way that we are doing that actively, it's like, you know, I, you know, I've talked about on the show how it seems like my pattern, my default setting, like it doesn't take me long to get the worst case scenario, right? And I can mm-hmm. imagine, I can imagine, uh, you know, a possibility and believe that um, more than I believe the reality. So I've been working to unlearn that habit and pattern and doing that by reminding myself of uh, the reality of the situation, being mindful of the facts, um, thinking facts over feelings um, and not kind of like in that blanket. Cause you know, that's not always the case, but I think in this particular instance, I'm trying to remain mindful of what I mm-hmm. know um, and holding on to that more tightly than what I think or what I, what could be or what I feel um, mm-hmm. and doing that with respect to um, I've, I've been working on doing that with respect to some of my decision making in my in my life, you know, with work, with relationships, trying to tell myself like, hey, girl, sure, that could happen. But what do you know? Like, like what what do you know? What information do you have? Hold on to the information mm-hmm. that you have, because just like things could possibly go wrong, they could possibly go right. So I've, been, I've been working on I've been working on that and and really trying to cultivate that practice um and it's hard right because like i said automatically my mind goes there but i have to pull myself back like no girl you don't have that information you don't have anything to indicate that this horrible thing is going to happen um so let's just deal with what what you know right now what you know right now is that you know you can cut this alarm on and be in this house safe and sound and you have cereal and everything that you need down there in that country. And, you know, you have internet and, you know, you have a job, you, you know, thinking, reminding myself of what I know, the realities of my situation and using that to combat all the negative thoughts that I have about what could be. What kind of cereal do you have? Right now I'm enjoying honey bunches <laughs> of oats with strawberries. Ooh, I love it. One of my faves. So good. And I've noticed mm. that they don't sell it in the supermarket as much, but I have to get it at the CVS. CVS still has it. Oh. Yeah, they got but all yeah. cereal. If but you yes, like that's... that, sis, try Trader Joe's honey, vanilla, almond, the clusters. Mm. The blue box. The blue oh, box. Yes. You notice what you know the what? You know the box. <laughs> you know the vibes. <laughs> I love Trader Joe's. But it's always get that a line out there. Um, it goes fast. They're weeks. efficient. They're okay. efficient. They're I have efficient. To go. I have to just go and just get over myself. But I, sometimes I'll be driving past that line like, mm, well, next time. It looks worse than what it is. But anyway, I'm very proud of you because I know what a feat that Thank is you. for you to combat those negative thoughts. I'm working on it. I don't do you well know. every day, but I'm working. I'm working. But the fact that you actively working, I love to see it. And you're going to feel better for it. Yes. I'm hoping so. It'll be easier. It will. It'll be easier Mm -hmm. over time. 
I sit out on my, I go outside on my deck and I sit in my rocking chair and I tell myself, self, girl, everything you need is right here on this deck. Any, anytime you're having a bad day, go rock and sing Aretha Franklin I to yourself. Rock. I rock just rock steady. steady. <laughs> yes. Because that's how I am. <laughs> yes. 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 Y'all know me. That's so well. me, Dubs. Oh well, y'all know me so well. Yes, I got my little rocket chair. I got a little outdoor rug, so I could be out there with no shoes on, and I just yes, be I back it. and forth, just like yeah, girl. And then let me tell you what else happened. Just be out there bumping my gums, waving at the neighbors. How y'all doing? All right, all right. It's nice to see you. Mm-hmm. Y'all be good now. Y'all take care. Stay inside. Don't touch nothing. That's me. I That's love it. I honesty box. We will resume next week. Continue to send your honesty box questions oh, to yes. get grown podcast at gmail.com. Show you right. That was a good black woman self care. Well, let's get on to these petty peeves and then wrap this shit on up. Okay. 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 And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister because everybody know I can be real petty. P E to the T T Y. Okay. It's time to get petty. And I think I'm prepared. My petty peeve is to all the parents that have co-opted Facebook. (laughs) I just remember the time when Facebook was for us. And now we have to contend with our parents leaving messages with email signatures. And like, first of all, it's a comment says you don't have to say love mom. (laughs) You don't don't have to say that. And my mother text messages like. I just wish they wouldn't like, and now like Facebook has become a place where they kind of get gossip. So like my mom want to call and tell me what's on her news feed. And I'd be like, sis, I don't care. I don't know what's on my news feed. So why do you feel like I care about what's on yours? I also want you to know that, um, she, she also calls me once a week to kind of vet her friend request. So like, she'll be like, who is, uh, sister, Uh sister Jameson. And I'd be like, I don't know, girl. I don't know who that is. Well, I don't know why she want to be my friend. I said, well, I don't need the girl. I don't know. That sounds like my mother. And I want to know why you feel like. like, Well, yes, I'm not going to, I'm, I don't think I'm going to, I don't think I'm going to, uh, (laughs) I don't think I'm going to accept that. And I'm like, girl, (laughs) don't nobody care that you're not going to accept a friend request. You think she bothered? You think she is waiting on you to accept her, girl? She's not. She's moved on with her life, and I think that you should do the same. (sighs) Get off my phone with this nonsense. Why are you calling me at 7 a.m. to ask me who this person is, girl? Why? I don't know, and I don't care. Okay? Don't ask me. And I have another one of my aunts. She just te- she blocks people. It's like it's like her recreational sport. She like yeah. you know what, and then she'll get on and be like, you know, that's what I did. You know what I did? I block them, girl. <laughs> don't nobody care that you block the person who sat behind you in history class in high school in 1981. <laughs> we don't know them. They don't know us. We don't give a, a damn that you have blocked them, girl. Leave us alone. My mom blocks me sometimes when she's mad at me. <laughs> like, I just, why do you? They, I just wish, like, I don't think, I think that there is a level of social capital that's needed to nav- navigate, like, social networking platforms. And parents don't have that. They mm-hmm. didn't come up like we did in the age of the internet. So now they're coming back at this and they're treating it's this arrested development. Facebook thing like it's the cafeteria. <laughs> in their high school and we'd be like girl let me tell you something it works a little differently here okay 
Like we don't mother, give a shit. We do not care. And she just be calling me like, "Did you see what uh, Lisa put on her face?" No, girl, I didn't. Mm-mm. I did not. What you That's mean you mom. didn't see it? She posted it on Tuesday at eight oh five. Girl, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't. I don't even be on Facebook like that. <laughs> you don't because I be in your comments and you don't even say nothing. Why don't you respond to me? Oh my god! Girl, she oh said my you don't. That's my <laughs> mother. You don't. I said, girl, please. I want you to take the hint, okay? I'd be like, mom, I don't, I don't have time for this. They be leaving messages on the wall. That's like, it's like using the wall like a voicemail. Listen, your aunt Roberta passed away. You need to call your grandmother. Like, what? Girl, now this is not the space for you to leave the message like that. Oh, God. You know, Uncle Bubba passed. So you need to call them. Call them and make sure that you have. You call my phone and tell me this? No, she had to leave it on my Facebook wall. And every time I say anything, I promise right now, if I go on my Facebook and, and post as my status that I have boogers, my mother will be like, that is my daughter. <laughs> I'm so proud of my daughter. I'd be like, girl, would you get somewhere and sit down? Would you just get somewhere and sit down? Please. It stresses me out. I'd be like... I'd be like, I'm so tired today. And my mom would leave a comment like, this is my one and only daughter. I'm so proud of her. I love her so much. Girl, girl this is not. What are you doing? You're embarrassing me. Yo, my mom okay. does that. She'd be on my Instagram. She'd be like, me and your father was watching your video. I'm like, everybody don't need to know who you are. Get off of here. Shoot. Get. Please Go. Would you just go? <laughs> you know what? I'm co-opting your petty peeves this week. I'm joining in, and that is mine, oh, too. God. Because my mother's been on my nerves with social media. She <sighs> sends me memes. She sends me gifts. She makes memes. And I mm. wish she would stop. My mama <laughs> don't wish... know how to make memes. I'm so glad. She don't even yeah, know but... how to use her emojis right. <sighs> my, me- my mom uses whole my gifts. Mother. My mother, no, Rhonda don't use gifts. First of all, I made her a car. I made her a birthday car in Canva because, I mean, I can't go. Of course. So I sent her some money and I made her a car in Canva. And she thinks I'm like a computer programmer. She's like, you're so talented. (laughs) I don't know how you learn to do these things. I'm like, it's an app, girl. Get (laughs) off my phone. It's an app. It's literally, I just pressed a couple of buttons, sis. It wasn't, I didn't have to do no coding or anything like that. My mom posted my food and wine thing. She posted the the one little shot they had of me, but she she screenshotted and it was big as hell on her Instagram. So it's just my face. You're crazy. Oh, girl. You're just so crazy. Oh, my God. Would you just go away? She'd be like, this is my firstborn. I'm like, ma. Would you just pipe down? And her birthday was like a couple weeks ago. So I put her picture on there. And of course, people in the comments like, happy birthday, mom. Let's say like 20 people say happy birthday, mom. She responded to each person individually. That's mom's. I try to do that. So I be gracious for people who are supporting me. But on the, I don't even look at Facebook. When That's I tell I'm you I don't even look at facebook i need to delete it it. troubles me she 
troubles me. And I'm just like, Did, I just wish that. Remember when Facebook, we didn't have, remember we didn't have to like put up with them? Remember we could just be on Facebook, talk about whatever Remember you want? needed a whole college address to even Absolutely. have a Facebook? Absolutely. And now she, she up, exactly. And she up here That's on it. Facebook with her maiden name in my comments. Like, girl, would you just go on somewhere and sit down? <laughs> Get somewhere and sit down, please. Not her. You're on my nerve. <laughs> I don't know who this person is. Who is this? <laughs> with, this with this maiden name in the parentheses, girl. Who is this? <laughs> my mother's been in Ohio for the past two months, um, helping my aunt and stuff, and she's been stalking this deer, like that's been near deer. my aunt's house. Every it's one lady deer. I don't know what what it's a, a doe. doe. What do you call? I don't know. A doe. <laughs> it's a doe. It's a doe. This is a doe. It's thought... one little doe. No, it's just literally the middle of Cleveland. And my mom's <laughs> been there stalking this deer. Po- this so doe. she takes pictures of it on She on takes pictures. She makes videos. She posts it oh on her God. Instagram. Bless I finally had to comment on her shit. I said, leave this lady alone before she attacks you for being paparazzi. <laughs> Like brother, my mom is this canola. What's the what's the beer? The tears day canola canola. What's the day? She wouldn't even get the reference if I did it. That's another episode of getting grown. Debs, do you have a petty peeve? Is there anything getting on your nerves? Do you have one, Debs? Me? Yeah. Do you have a? Oh, you know everything getting on my nerves. I'll mention one because it just came up and I just tweeted someone about it. It's about niggas. Mm-hmm. Oh, and boys. <clears throat> I do not like it when guys act like they're going to buy you something and they don't. When they <laughs> they ask you what your what, what your, you like, what your sizes are yeah. or what kind of what's your favorite this, you think of that, what and you tell them all this information and nothing. It's like nigga if you don't get the hell out of my phone, I don't even need to talk to you right now. <laughs> the fact that I'm talking to you is a blessing. And so if you're going to buy me something, you need to buy it. Because okay. I'm about that life. I buy things for me all the time. You know right. what I'm saying? So you need to keep up with me. You know what I'm saying? I don't like that shit. That shit is petty and annoying and dumb. And niggas just like to waste time. And they like lying. So you got you to gotta catch interesting. Thing. It I've is. always it's felt childish. like, you know, I'm, I haven't asked you for this. So you asking me about That's this, it. like now you leave me open because now it's like if I ask you about it again, I appear pressed, right? But you're the person who brought this up. I was lightly talking to someone. He's not men- worth mentioning, but he asked me, which was a little sad. I couldn't answer the question right away. What kind of flowers I like? Transparently, niggas don't buy me flowers. It will come in my life. It has not mm-hmm. gotten there yet. So when he asked me that, I was That's like, oh, maybe I'm going to get a little flowers. I was like, roses at first. And I started doing a little Pinterest, you know, research. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I like these too. <laughs> and he even went so far as to ask me where I live so he can send me some flowers. And, and didn't I, send them. I didn't. I told him where I live. He didn't send them. And I said, nigga, delete my address. Because first of all, my son <laughs> lived here. Exactly. And I thought she was going to send rude. me some flowers. And you didn't. And now, thank you for making me learn what flowers I want. So the next nigga asks right. me, I'm ready. That's it. But- or, so you can go right on to the supermarket and buy yourself those beautiful, lovely flowers. That part. That part. Which is right. exactly what I'm going to do. 
Go buy yourself some flowers. Be like, these the first flowers I had in my house and I bought them for me, nigga. Get off my phone. I'm going to block you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I love it. Well, that's that is petty an episode peeve. of Getting Grown, man. And we are really appreciative to our sister Dubs for sticking around with we us are. during this crazy, this crazy time. We appreciate you. Um, we are, listen, all doing the best we can in this re- ridiculous world that we <laughs> that we live in. True. Um, and I hope that you all are doing your very best to stay safe and well. Um, and you know, keep loving on yourself and loving on each other and tell the people what to do, sis. Drink your water because if you're dry inside, there's no point in buying that expensive ass moisturizer. <laughs> Moisturize your knuckles and your yes. ankles, your heels That's right. and all sorts of In such. between your toes. In between your toes <laughs> and clean behind those ears. And Please. lastly, mind your black ass business wisest because your black will crack if it's in somebody else's affairs (laughs) that's it bye bye (laughs) ben and jerry's three new non-dairy frozen desserts are a new twist on vegan euphoria the ben and jerry's flavor gurus have taken a big leap this time their three new non-dairy flavors are made with sunflower butter and they're the perfect sweet treat for vegans vegetarians and me and kia check out the ben and jerry sunflower butter lineup and the whole non-dairy family at benjerry.com that's b-e-n-j-e-r-r-y.com